Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. Now this morning, it is so awesome to know that that there are so many this morning that decided to come to the house of the Lord to just receive from God. And I would like to introduce you this morning to the message of the Holy Spirit. And I would like to ask if anybody here knows the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you for the four hands that I saw. <laughs> I just saw four. I know there was a lot of hands. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Is there anybody that can tell me who the Holy Spirit is? Amen? The Comforter. One, our Helper. Number two. Guide. He guides us. He's God. That's what I wanted to hear. That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God Himself. It's not somebody away from God. It is the Holy, Holy of Holies. The Holy Spirit is God Himself. Amen. So, through the power of the Holy Spirit, believers are saved. And you could not be saved if the Holy Spirit didn't speak to you. It is the Holy Spirit that brings all the truth about God to you so that me and you can receive Him as our Lord and Savior. Um, through the power of the Holy Spirit, believers are saved, filled, sealed, and sanctified. Are we believers here this morning? Amen. Amen. We believers here. We all believe in God. The Holy Spirit reveals God's thoughts. It teaches, like um, somebody said, it guides believers into all truth. If I can say that again, it guides believers into all truth. Not just some truth, but it guides you into all truth, including the knowledge of what is to come. And that is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit also helps Christians in their weakness and intercedes for them. Isn't that awesome to know that we even have the Holy Spirit to intercede for us as believers? Amen. Amen. So yeah, the following 10 ways the Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers. There's 10 ways that I want to introduce to you this morning what the Holy Spirit does or what the work of the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is a helper who teaches and reminds us. Let's go to John 14 verse 26. John, Johannes 13 verse 26. John 14 verse 26. John What did we say number one is? The Holy Spirit is? Is our helper. 
who teaches us and he reminds us. Let's hear what the word says about that. Um, verse 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to, you, to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So Philip said, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. And indeed the word of God says he is the comforter. But, but, the, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, in whose name? In Jesus' name. He, the comforter, is the one that will teach you all things and will bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said. Who said that? Jesus. Whatsoever I have said, Jesus, what Jesus said. Amen? Amen. Amen. And then verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And when we look at this scripture in John 14, it reminds us when Jesus was going to leave this earth. And he was not going to leave us alone. Isn't that awesome? When Jesus was on this earth and he left this earth, he didn't leave us alone. But he promised us that he will send the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit that will teach us and guide us and lead us into all truth. So whatever we want to know from God, the Holy Spirit will reveal unto each and every one of yes. us. The Holy Spirit provides wise counsel to Christ's followers. Jesus knew he would be going away, as I said, and, and his followers would need the Holy Spirit as a helper and as an advocate to remind them of his teachings. So are we alone in this world? No. We are not alone. We've got a comforter. And are we making use of the comforter? Are we talking to the comforter? Are we in relationship with the comforter? Because if you are in relationship with the comforter, you're in relationship with God, you're in relationship with Jesus. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. And who is the world? Who is the world? The Holy Spirit. Can I say that again? The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. Come on. Those that does not know Jesus yet. He convicts them of sin. We that has received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We have, our sins have been forgiven. forgiven. And forgotten. Jesus never even thinks about my past sins. But if not, we can fix it here now. Yes. yes. We can fix it. Amen. So let me let me let me say that again. In addition to providing wise counsel, um no, no nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. This is what Jesus said. Yes. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. And this is what Jesus wants you and me. Just to remind us this morning, yes. he had to go away, but he was not going to leave you and me alone. He's going to send his comforter, the helper, 
that will teach and guide us and lead us into all truth. But Jesus said, if I go, and that is in John 16, verse 7 to 8. But if I go, I will send him to you. Who's him? The Holy Spirit. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. So like we just now said, he will convict the world, the unbelievers, those that did not say yes to him yet. He will convict the world of sin and judgment. Amen? But for us who are believers, amen, our sins have been forgiven. Amen? We are free. We are children of God. We are new creatures or creatures. Amen? Creation. Creatures. The Holy Spirit dwells in believers and fills them. If you are a believer this morning, you need to know that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. He lives in you and me. Where does He live? How does He live? Where does He live? Our bodies. He lives in us. He's not separated from us because we are believers. The Holy Spirit doesn't stand next to us. He lives in us. He's with us. Do you know that you are God's temple? And that God's Spirit dwells in you. And that is in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. I want to make that, I want to make, I want you to know this this morning. Because there is some of you that already knows that, but there is some that needs to know that. Do you, do you not know that you are God's temple? And that God's Spirit dwells in you. For those that has received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I would want you to know this morning. I would want you to understand this this morning. That the word of God says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. Do you not know that you are God's temple. And that God's spirit dwells in you. So where did we say? What did I ask? I was asking where does his spirit dwell? His spirit dwells in us. In us. Our body is, is His temple. And number four, the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. That is what the Holy Spirit is. It's a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. Amen? And 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 11. Let's go there. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 11. Because I want, I want you to see that in the Word of God. What does God say about um, the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and of power? 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 11. Amen. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except for their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now, who knows the, thought of, the thoughts of God? Only the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? And the Holy Spirit 
reveals that thoughts to us, to you and yes. to me. Amen. God gives his followers the Holy Spirit so that we may know him better. And it's God's desire for each and everybody that has received him as Lord and Savior for us to know him better. Since the Holy Spirit is God's Spirit, it knows the thoughts of God and it reveals those thoughts to the believers. God's Spirit knows God, but he is the one that reveals God's thoughts to the believers, which is us. The Holy Spirit opens believers' eyes to the hope of salvation and the inheritance they have in Christ. It can only be through the Holy Spirit that we are being saved. Amen. We cannot be saved by anything or anyone else. It's only the Holy Spirit. Amen? Jesus knew that his disciples would need the power to carry out the mission to be witnesses to the entire world. If ever we want to go and witness to the world outside like the disciples did, we need to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit should actually lead us. Like Eta said, on Saturday morning we're going to go out, we're going to do some outreach in the, in the community. But when we go out, we need to make sure that we have the, lead, the Holy Spirit that leads us. Because we might, we might get to somebody that are desperate. And we might walk past that person without telling that person that Jesus loves him. And it's only the Holy Spirit that can reveal that to him, how much Jesus loves him. And we've just sang it. Jesus loves me. Jesus told his disciples, but you will receive power. And that is written in Acts 1, verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will receive what? Power. We will receive power. They will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on them. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And this is exactly what Jesus is telling. He didn't just tell that to his um, disciples. But he's even telling us as his children that we will be his witnesses in Salorispas, in Somerset West, wherever, Strand, wherever we stay. Yes. We will be his witnesses. Amen? Amen. All of us are, are his witnesses. If you're a believer, you are a witness. Amen? Christians have access to power, revelation, and wisdom from the Holy Spirit, just as the Apostle Paul wrote to believers in Ephesus. I keep asking, this is what Paul wrote, I keep asking that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Amen. Do we want to know Jesus better? Oh, yes. So then we need to have that relationship with the Spirit of God. To know Him much better. To know Him more and more each day. I pray that the eyes, this is what Paul, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you. What should we do? We should know the hope in order of which He has called us. The riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and His incomparably great power for us who believe. 
The power is the same as the mighty strength it, he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms. And that is in Ephesians 1, verse 17 to 20. Ephesians 1, from verse 17 to 20. The power, I just want to read the last verse. The power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Is it the same today, the power of God? Yes. It is the same today. The same power. We have the same power. Amen? And we must make use of the power that we have on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit, number five, the Holy Spirit guides to all truth, including knowledge of what is to come. Okay, the Holy Spirit tells what is yet to come. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of truth. truth. And you will never find any other Spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. In John 16 verse 13. Because He guides believers into all truth. Jesus told His disciples the Holy Spirit would make known what He hears. And he would only speak what the Father speaks. Isn't that awesome? The Holy Spirit will never say something out of himself. No. That's beautiful. The Holy Spirit will never say something unless the Father has told him to say that. That is awesome. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. Do you hear that? What's the word he's saying? He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me. Who's me? The Holy Spirit will glorify Jesus. Because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will the Spirit will receive from me what He will make known to you. Hallelujah! Beautiful. The Spirit will receive from me what He will. Amen. The Spirit will receive from me what He will make known to you. And if there's any time in your life, any any moment in your life. And you don't know, and you don't know what to do or what to say. Trust in your relationship with God. Trust in that one relationship, only that relationship. And God will reveal through His Spirit to you what you need to do. The Holy Spirit is awesome. The Holy Spirit is so close to you, so near, so in you, in within you. You cannot go wrong if you if you have the Holy Spirit. You can never ever go wrong because the Holy Spirit will reveal unto you what needs yes. you, what needs oh, what you need to do. The only thing we need to do is to listen. Amen. The Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to believers. Isn't that awesome? There's also a moment that the Holy Spirit gives you spiritual gifts. Attributes of the Holy of the Holy Spirit such as wisdom.
And doesn't, doesn't Proverbs say if you need wisdom, what do we have to do? We have to ask wisdom. And that is a beautiful gift. If you don't have wisdom, ask God for wisdom. If you don't know how to answer somebody, ask God for wisdom. Amen? And He will. He will give you wisdom. He will not just give you wisdom, He will give you knowledge and He will give you power and insight also. Amen. So, more gifts are listed in 1 Corinthians 2 from verse 7 to 11. 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 7 to 11. Now, number 7, the Holy Spirit is a seal in the lives of believers. The Holy Spirit is a seal in the lives of believers. In the ancient world, a seal was a legal signature, attesting ownership and validating what was sealed. The Holy Spirit is our mark of adoption as children of God. Isn't that awesome? The Holy Spirit is our mark of adoption as children of God. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to his followers so that they could be confident in their salvation. And I want to ask you this morning, are you really confident in your salvation? Do you believe? Do you ever believe that you are God's um, child? Do you belong to his kingdom? If you can say amen to that, then I have got the answer for you. The Holy Spirit is your mark of adoption as a child of God. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to his followers so that they could be confident in their salvation. And we need to be confident. We need to know whose we are, to whom we belong. We don't belong to this world. This world has got nothing for us. Just as you might make a deposit or a down payment on a new car to make sure that the salesperson doesn't sell it to anyone else, the Holy Spirit is a deposit in our lives confirming the validity of Christ's message and that we belong to Christ. Can we just say this morning, I belong to Jesus? All of us. I belong to Jesus. Amen. Amen. And Philip wanna sing a song. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me. I don't know. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. You were included in Christ. When you heard the message of truth. Amen. Isn't that awesome? The gospel of your salvation. When you believe, you were marked in Him with a seal. When you said yes to God, you were marked in Him with a seal. The promise of the Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's position to the praise and to his glory. Amen. I think I think when you hear something like that, it's almost like a father saying, You are my children this morning. You belong to my kingdom. Yes. I am yours. I will cover you. I will protect you. 
all God's promises, like we said in His Word, is yes, and it is amen. And as believers, we need to believe that whose we are. We belong to God. We are not from this world. The Holy Spirit helps us in helps in a Christian's weakness and intercedes for them. Can you see how easy that is? When you just said yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit helps you. Isn't that awesome? Amen. We all have times we feel weak and we don't know what to do. Don't you sometimes feel yes. like that? Yes. The Holy Spirit helps us line up with God's will during those times by interceding for us. Isn't that awesome? So is it hard to be a Christian? Is it hard to be a believer? No, it isn't. It is hard if you are not Christian. If you are not a Christian, then it's very... Yeah. But it's, it's so beautiful to know that we are not alone. Like in the beginning when I said, Jesus said, I'm going away. But I'm going to leave you a comforter. And now we know the Holy Spirit is not just the comforter, but he's our helper. And now we heard that he's interceding on behalf of us when we feel weak. Isn't that awesome? In the same way, the Spirit helps us. And this is in Romans 8. Let's go there. Let's go to Romans 8 verse 26. If you don't, let's read it in the Word of God. Romans 8. 26 to 27. Yeah. Isn't God awesome? Sure. He is awesome. Amen. 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 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray. For as we ought, but the Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And 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 he that searches the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Isn't that awesome to know when you don't know how or what to pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes on behalf of you? That is so beautiful. And like I said, he's not just the comforter, but he intercedes for you and me. So if somebody says, I cannot, I feel too weak today, then the Holy Spirit will intercede. We just need to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? So I just want to read that again. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So the Spirit of God intercedes on behalf of you and me this morning. Amen? Amen. Now number nine, the Holy Spirit makes believers new. And gives them eternal life. Isn't that awesome? He makes us new and he gives us eternal life. For those that does not know God, 
they do not know eternal life. But believers, you and me, that has received him, to us, he has gave the right order to become saints and children of God. Amen? The Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers to renew, sanctify, and make us holy. Just as the Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit will give eternal life to believers in Christ. So, as the Heere die sondags gered het, dan het hulle nieuwe skepsels kom word. Amen? Al die oude dinge het voorbijgegaan. All the old things have passed. Behold, everything became new. So the Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers to renew, sanctify, and make us holy. Who is holy here this morning? Are we holy? We are all holy. You might not say you are holy, but if you are a believer, you are holy. You need to believe who you are and whose you are. Just as the Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit will give eternal life to believers in Christ. All that said yes to God have received eternal life. And we need to believe that this morning. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. I am in a right standing with God. You are in a right standing with God. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living, where? In me, in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. And that you can write down is written in Romans 8, verse 10 and 11. Beautiful. Amen? Isn't that awesome? It is beautiful to know. It is beautiful. The Holy Spirit sanctifies and enables believers to bear good fruit in their lives. So the day when you said yes, you became part of, of God's kingdom. You know, somebody must pick up the boy there. The work of the Holy Spirit in a Christian's life is an ongoing process, becoming holy through sanctification. Amen? The more you hear God's word, the more you listen to God's word, the more you spend time with God's word, you become who God says you are. Amen? So we need to spend time with God's word. Spend time with God's, uh, in God's presence. Through the conviction and power of the Holy Spirit, believers will not indulge the sinful acts of the flesh. And as believers, do we indulge the sinful acts of the flesh? No, we don't. Because we are believers, we are children of God. But we'll bear good fruit of the Spirit. All of us that are sitting here will be able to bear good fruit of the Spirit. Amen? And God is so faithful. God is so faithful this morning. He wants us to know that we need to know who we are. Yeah. If we belong to Him, we will not 
fulfill the lust of the flesh. We will not do things which is not in His will. We will not follow people that are doing things which is not in the will of God. We will know who we are. We will immediately say to them that we are not from this. We are not part of this. We are not part of this, what's going on. We are born again. And people need to see that. We don't even have to say it to them. They need to see who you are. To whom you belong. Amen? Amen. We are children of God. And we are not alone. We have the Holy Spirit that will lead and guide us into all truth. In Acts 4, 4 verse 31, it, Acts 4 verse 31, it says, After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. It's going to be so awesome if we all just realize who and what and whose we are. And if that happens to us, how awesome will it be if we can share just with one another what the Holy Spirit reveals to us. It is so beautiful to know the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is so awesome that He reveals um, things that you and me don't know about. He reveals that to us. Amen. We just need Amen. to be open. Amen. We just need to be open and stay in relationship with God so that the Holy Spirit can reveal things to you. I sometimes say to my children, um, you don't think that I'm praying for you, but I do. In the middle of the night when they are sleeping and they think, ah, my mom is just sleeping, she's tired because she's the only one working for us. Then I realize actually, they don't realize my relationship that I have with God. Because God reveals to me when I need to pray for my children. Yes. Amen. If anything should happen to your children, anything, the Holy Spirit will even tell you about that. He will warn you. He will tell you there is something going to happen. Pray for your child. And that is what we all need to do. And sometimes our children have choices and they make their own choices. But we as parents need to to have a relationship with God so that we, so that our children may know that they have got parents and are praying for them. Amen? Amen. In Romans 8 verse, verse 14, Romans 8 verse 14 to 16, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Those who are led by the, I would ask myself this question this morning. Am I led by the Spirit of God? Because then I know who I am. And whose I am. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves. Isn't that so? The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves. So that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought you about your, your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry. Abba, Father. God chose you as first fruits to be served, saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through the belief in the truth. Amen? Amen. 
through belief in the truth. God chose you, each one of us that are sitting here. God has chosen us. Amen? As first fruits, to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through believing in the truth. So what do we what do we believe? What is the truth that we believe? God's word. We believe in Him. We believe His word. Because He Himself is His word. And that is what John 1 verse 1 says in the beginning. He saved us through the washing of the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. Can I read that again? Titus 3 verse 4 to 6. He saved us through the washing of the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen? There's nobody else that could save us. It is only Jesus that can save us. And we, like I said, we belong to His kingdom. Amen? We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.